Ghost. So we will do chapter 19, canto 11, part 2. It is called the perfection of spiritual knowledge. Uh, these are questions which uh, Uddhav has put to Krishna. And these questions are very important for every, every living being. Every human being. So we had left at verse 35. We will start verse 36 to 39. The Perfection of Spiritual Knowledge, Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 19. Absorbing the intelligence in me constitutes mental equilibrium and complete discipline of the senses is self-control. Tolerance means patiently enduring unhappiness and steadfastness. And steadfastness occurs when one conquers the tongue and genitals. The greatest charity is to give up all aggression towards others. The renunciation of lust is understood to be the real austerity. Real heroism is to conquer one's natural tendency to enjoy material life. And reality is seeing the Supreme Personality of Godhead everywhere. Truthfulness means to speak the truth in a pleasing way as declared by great sages. Cleanliness is detachment in fruitive activities, whereas renunciation is sannyasa order of life. The true desirable wealth for human beings is religiousness, and I, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, am sacrifice. Religious remuneration is devotion to the Acharya, with the purpose of acquiring spiritual instructions, and the greatest strength is the pranayama system of breath control. So, what are the things that were asked by Uddhava? First was about mental equilibrium. Everybody has this issue called mental equilibrium. We always lose our equilibrium. We always think, you know, that, oh, I need mental equilibrium. I don't have to get upset over things. So, what is mental equilibrium? Number one. Second one is about self-control. What is the meaning of the word self-control? The third one is tolerance. The fourth one is what it means steadfastness and what is unhappiness. Then charity. What is charity? Renunciation of lust. What is austerity? What is heroism? These are certain questions which we all need answers. So now let us see one by one what they mean. And what is the answer which Krishna has given about these things. First one he says what is mental equilibrium? Mental equilibrium means absorbing the intelligence in me. What is absorbing the intelligence in me? Me doesn't mean anybody outside. Me only means inside of you. So, everybody has got intelligence. Think about it. Why is anybody devoid of intelligence? Can you say that, you know, even the people, those whom we say they are mentally unstable, so on and so forth, or those who are autistic, do you really believe that they have instability in their mind? No. I'll just give you an example. Maybe three, four years ago, a young boy came to me. Now, when this young man, he was sitting in front of me, 
I had kept a lot of biscuits and stuff to eat. He started, he grabbed everything and he started eating it as if there is, you know, that was the last crumb he has to eat and that's what he was doing. After he had finished eating, then I asked him a couple of questions. And his parents were sitting in front of me. And his answers were absolutely perfect. His parents said that when we give him a slate, you know, slate where you write down with, with a chalk, when we give him a slate, and if you ask him the toughest of the questions, he is able to give the perfect answer. Even people with, you know, the sensible kind are not able to give that answer. So how is it possible? It is possible because even this autistic child or, you know, any kind of human being whom you think is having less, you know, in the upper story, a normal person also, whom you think, you know, he is mad fellow. That person also has fantastic intelligence. Think about it like this. This intelligence is under a mountain. It is covered. It's covered. So, every human being has intelligence. Unfortunately, being covered, they are not able to perform most of the menial tasks. So, Every human being has been given this particular faculty of the intelligence. Only in rare cases, only in very very rare cases that a person may be born literally like a stone, you know, with having nothing in it. But that is one in a billion. Now you may say, uh, okay, there are some people who are not so intelligent. We think, you know, they have very little common sense or they don't have that ability to decipher certain things. Oh, they are so dumb. Now what is the answer to that? Now let us say if you think there is a human being in your life who is absolutely dumb whom you believe you know is absolutely a dumb person if you give that person a certain task which he or she likes they will use the highest of the ability that is there to do that job let us take an example if you give work to a person okay go clean the kitchen and the person will say, <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Or you say, oh, cut one vegetable, cut one onion and give me. The person will say, no, I don't. But now, give that same person a video game. And you know how perfect that person is? He will score the highest points knowing every maneuverability that is there, how to shoot those people or whatever that he the game desires, whatever the game is supposed to do. 
how does that happen so does does it mean that this person cannot use his intellect for the purpose of cutting an onion but the same intellect was used for playing a video game and winning it this is wrong it means that they have not sharpened their intellect or they have not removed what was covering that they have given themselves the ability to say it is not possible or some people are really very lazy to do certain jobs or some people shirk responsibility so it has nothing to do with intelligence it has everything to do with the rest of the things which are mentioned over here so let us see step by step so intellect is there in every human being and when you use this intellect in the most proper manner it is called mental equilibrium you can maintain mental equilibrium what is self control complete discipline of the senses you know senses they are always running all over the town now think of a person now the person has got loose motions let us say what is it that the person is supposed to do eat the blandest and the simplest of the food which will not harm the system but if you see this person will allow his senses to roam and will want to eat more and that will lead the person to having a problem so extremely important to have self control means controlling the senses you have to control the senses in olden times people used to say okay now you have taken castor oil don't eat anything the whole day and we followed it very religiously and we became perfectly all right so complete discipline of senses means self control what is the meaning of the word tolerance tolerance means patiently enduring unhappiness now try telling a person you have to be unhappy you know what do you mean i want to be unhappy i have i want happiness i want to feel nice about everything tolerance you should be able to tolerate everything in this world all kinds of upsets in life if somebody says something to you why do you have to get upset if you are told certain things do it this way why is it important to do it in some other way tolerance is uh, one of the very highly regarded good things in life you know you need to become tolerant steadfastness means when one conquers the tongue and genitals to be steady in life means you have to control your tongue and you have to control your lustful urges 
you know many a times young boys they don't have any control over anything okay and i mean in india there is this particular thing where you will find you know in every village or in every small town you have these people who stand outside the town and they come with that small van of theirs and you know what they advertise on the van hmm they talk about ki you need to take this kind of a medicine or that kind of a medicine because a person masturbates and they offer them some kind of some kind of golies and stuff like that what is it actually there what is actually over there there is nothing over there it is a very minor issue connected to control a man is not able to control his urges so you will find that those people you know they will have one one uh, omni standing outside with one tent next to it and they sell small small golies and they will say you know i am this uh, vaidya from this place and you should come and take this i mean those who come from villages will definitely understand what i'm talking about and you might have also seen these kind of vans standing all over the villages what is that you need to control those urges and steadfastness means to control your tongue you know tongue is a very stupid kind of a weapon in one way and a most dangerous weapon in another way a person can say whatever that comes to their mind you know it's a garrulous person as we say you know blah 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 i'm sure you have heard the blah blah word most of the time <laughs> in all the comics say blah 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 <laughs> a person loves to talk and the tongue is not connected to the intellect the tongue is like a loose you know thing hanging all over the place and it just keeps on spewing whatever it wants to steadfastness means controlling the tongue and your sexual impulses the greatest charity is to give up all aggression towards other what does charity mean you know we have always thought charity means giving some money to some person no charity means acting very nicely towards other human beings i hope you understand charity doesn't mean giving money or clothes or some such kind of a thing people think charity means oh i have to give something to someone no nothing like that charity simply means give up aggression towards others why is a person always aggressive towards another human being i'm sure you know everybody is now thinking oh this person is very aggressive and we always bla- you know brand a person in that category and you think oh i know this person is he or she is very aggressive 
always talking nonsense. No. And we are talking about you. I am talking about you. Absolutely over here. What is this aggression? Why is it important to be aggressive in another person's world? You know, we want to, suppose there is a problem in the house. The husband is saying certain things. So the wife will become very aggressive and she will say, I didn't do this. No, there is no need to do that. Can you have tranquility? Can you just be nice, peaceful and non-aggressive and talk nicely? It's important to do that. So, the greatest charity, the greatest charity is to become non-aggressive. Listening is a very, very important art. I hope people understand this. You need to listen and you need to be kind and patient towards other human beings. What is renunciation? Renunciation of, sorry, what is real austerity? Renunciation of lust is real austerity. You have to give up your lustful attitude. It is not necessary that you need to hang your tongue out when you see a beautiful girl. Or if you see a handsome hunk in front of you, it is not necessary to start, Oh, Hrithik Roshan! You know, like the, how every girl would say. It's not important. This means real austerity. There is too much of disturbance in the system because I am not able to uh, get the whole both unsteady it's okay no problem we'll manage but it's terrible it's going up and down alright what is heroism heroism we have always uh, you know looked at this aspect called who is a hero and we have always said Amitabh Bachchan Oh, we have always thought of some very nice names. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Maybe he looks like a hero, but what is real heroism? Real heroism is to conquer one's natural tendencies to enjoy material life. Who is a hero? And by the way, who is a heroine also? You know, heroes and heroines are the moment you see a luscious fruit I want to get it. Or you see some nice dress in some website or in some mall somewhere and what is the first thing that you do? I want to own that dress. I want to buy those shoes. I want to eat that stuff. You know, when you go to a restaurant, what do you do? You see the best thing on the menu and you order. What is it? Oh, if you have gone to a Chinese restaurant and you will say, Oh, momos are so good. Momos are good. Dim, dim sums. It's not dim sum. Some people are dim-witted. And they like dim sums. What is dim sum? It's nothing but one small round, you know, made of some wheat or some maida or something and you put some filling in it and 
you steam it that is the dim sum you can make it at home but you are willing to pay hundreds of dollars or you know hundreds of rupees out there to buy and eat at dim sum i mean think about it if you go to most of the towns in north india you will find dim sums or what is called as momos are available very cheap you know for 20 25 rupees you can get i think 5 or 10 momos or something like that but the same thing you are willing to pay hundreds of rupees in a stupid restaurant what is the meaning of heroism it means to conquer one's natural tendency to enjoy material life what is material life i want to wear good clothes i want to wear fancy clothes not good clothes good clothes means what a simple stuff a simple pant or a simple shirt which doesn't cost a bomb but buying fancy clothes means just think about it a few days ago i was talking to one man and i told him that you know this man was showing sarees sarees and these sarees were very expensive i looked at that man and i said oh these are called wedding sarees wedding sarees so that person looked at me he said a wedding saree is that which you wear it once you keep it in the cupboard for the next 25 years and just admire it saying this is my wedding saree and the man started laughing then i asked him how many times do you think a woman wears that great wedding saree for which she has spent thousands and thousands of rupees or maybe in lakhs she never wears that saree again so they might have spent 25000 or maybe a lakh of rupees or maybe 5 lakh rupees or even for that matter a 10000 rupees saree is never worn by that woman again in her life ever this is the stupidity every human being does you know every day every time when you go to the theater you see manyavar manyavar you see that some cricketer i don't even know his name some person who is always in the news who earns a lot of money and they are showing him wearing a sherwani you know that sherwani is only once in a lifetime you know what it means sher ki wani sher tiger sherwani did you hear this sherwani is only before marriage he is like a sher in in front of the whole world before marriage after marriage he becomes a billy and that sherwani that thing which he is supposed to wear he never wears it all his life i hope you understand this what happens to this person he buys his expensive sherwani and he never wears it again and he will wear it only to show the world maybe if in somebody else's marriage oh i have a share you know but he has always become a billionaire his entire life you know how his wife will be telling him ajio sunte ho ek kaam karo ye hai na tumhara ye jo 
कुर्ता पाजामा वो मत पहनो ये जो है ना बहुत ही इंटरनेशनल डिज़ाइन का तुमने लिया था शादी में वो पहन के चलो मेरी भाई की शादी है एंड दैट मैन सेज टू हर अरे तुम्हारी भाई की शादी हो तो क्या हुआ तुम्हारे भाई ने भी मुझे शेरवानी दी है वो मैं पहनूंगा सो वॉट हैपन्स टू द ओल्ड शेरवानी इट इज़ लाइंग इन द कबर्ड एंड आफ्टर अ फ्यू ईयर ही लुक्स एट इट आई कैन नेवर फिट इन टू दैट एवर अगेन यू नो वाई अरे वो साइज 35 थी 34 या 35 थी अब मैं साइज 45 हो गया हूँ यू नो ही इज ऑलरेडी ग्रोन अ बिग टमी विथ अ शेरनी नेक्स्ट टू हिम He's already started eating too much and become like that. He's become a rotund chap. So he never wears that sherwani ever again. So do you understand this? It means you need to control this kind of material urges that you get. Just because you see some fancy dress doesn't mean you have to own it. Just because you see some fancy luscious vegetables or fruits doesn't mean you need to buy them. Just because you see some fancy sarees or sherwanis doesn't mean that you need to buy them. The control is extremely important. You know, many a times I have been told, you know, oh, you were there and you told me to buy. This question has always been, you know, raised. You told me to buy. That is why I bought. The answer to that is very simply this. Ashtasiddhis always say tathastu. If there is an idiot in front of me who says, "Oh, this is nice sari. Should I buy it?" My answer is going to be tathastu. Okay. My answer is always going to be okay. And then the person has a very easy way of saying, "You told me to buy." But the answer has already been given one hour before that. You will never wear the sari in your life ever again. but this kind of control is never there so what does heroism mean heroism that means you have to be a hero you know what a hero is hero always fights the villains you know all kinds of maramari he does he defeats 20 villains at one point in time who are these villains these are called urges and urges have to be controlled Uh, whether it is your tongue whether it is your eyes whether it is your ears you have to start controlling them and it's very easy to blame god you know god gave me this so i am they i am having it look in my cupboard i have got 20 sarees which i have never worn in my life this is the stupidest thing and then say oh god gave them to me god has given you brains also you understand brains why the brains are also hanging in the cupboard never used never used god gave you brain when you were born never used till today so using the brain is extremely important don't just fall for those stupid urges and keep on buying things which are of no value to you or to the rest of the world just look at the amount of money that you has stacked up in your cupboard 10000 20000 30000 like that just keep on adding that pile up and just then think about it if i could have given at least half of this money to charity what would have happened you see man doesn't have that heart they will look at their own clothes sherwanis and the beautiful sarees and say oh i bought this beautiful saree for 2 lakh of rupees what 2 lakh of rupees down the drain for one stupid 
thing in their life that they have done called marriage. Blocking lakhs of rupees in that stupid work which is worthless. By the way, in the marriage they will be last. Marriage may not even last one year. After one year the woman is thinking, Oh, I wished I would have married that other guy whom I had met online. And the man is thinking, Yaar, mere ko hai na, oh sab hai na, na alag alag network dekhta hu, usme ki ek bhi mil jai na, to bhi chale. He is thinking of all the fancy women in this world. He is not thinking about his wife. And if you ever were to get his phone, you will find that this person has already gone and seen. Ah, by the way, you should go and see the history of this man. I mean, this is the truth. You have to understand. This is the truth. Go and see the web history. You will be shocked in life. Which is the truth. And if you think I am telling lies, please check up the history and you will understand what it means. So, heroism means to conquer one's natural tendency to enjoy material life. What is reality? Reality is seeing God. What is reality? Reality means to see God in everything. We don't see God in people. We think about them as enemies or we think of them as friends. We think of them as, oh, this person is an irritating character. You know, in our world, we have a lot of irritating characters. If you go to your office also, you will find office character is there, irritating fellow. Can you see God in that? That is an important person in your life. If that person doesn't irritate you, you may not leave your job. If you don't leave your job, you won't get the next one. Isn't it? So isn't that irritable person required? Because that person irritates you. Right? Now suppose you are traveling in a crowded train or a bus and there is somebody who is trying to nudge you or trying to do something to you. Won't you go looking for another place where this person will not come behind you? It's an important thing that you have to do. It is because that person is trying his stunts over there that you move ahead. So always remember, these idiots are there in our life so that we can progress in our life. Not because we can regress in our life. Okay? So see God in that. What is the meaning of the word truth? You know, truthfulness. It means to speak the truth in a pleasant way. Now I will give you an example of how people tell truth. If you ask a person, Tumne khana khaya? And the person says, Nai. Tumne nai khana khaya. Achha. Kya khana chaate ho? You understand in Hindi? It means, have you eaten your food? The person says, no, I have not eaten my food. Then you ask that person, what would you like to eat? Would you like to eat sambar, rice, this, that, so many things. The person says, oh no, my stomach is a little bit full. So that means you must have eaten something. So breakfast kaya tha? Nahi, breakfast or lunch ke beat mein char bar raid kiya kitchen ko. So bhaiya, stomach so if you ask the truth, no, have you eaten anything? 
the person will say no but actually that person has eaten four times before that think in the same way if you ask a person did you do your exercise and let us say there is a gym trainer the gym trainer will ask you the gym trainer's job is to ask okay how many times have you done your exercise in the last one week oh i did it many times acha you did it many times then why is it that you are feeling bloated even today maybe i ate something bad that is why i feel bloated but let us try to decipher this sentence i did exercise many times if you actually decipher these words you will understand that that person had done last week when the trainer had come once because the trainer is standing on top of the head so that person has done the exercise and after that two days later the next day oh i am feeling very lazy to get up so not done the third day it is i should do some exercise i should do some ex- some exercise let me do some warm ups you know how people do warm up na that person does little warm up sitting in bed sitting in bed the person will do warm up okay you don't do warm up sitting in bed and then you say oh i feel tired again the third day comes and then the third day or uh, today is wednesday i cannot do see today i have got a lot of important jobs to do and the whole week goes by like this making reasons and when the trainer asks you did you do your exercise then the answer is yes whereas actual answer is never i have never done those exercises if you ask another person whether they have drunk and the person will say hey, hey, hey never drunk never drunk i mean bevada daru understand daru na liquor never tasted it also what do you mean by never tasted it are office ke party mein tune kya kiya tha oh that was nothing that was only champagne you know other champagne is not a bevada i never knew that और फिर उसके बाद फ्रेंड्स लोग तेरे को बाहर लेके गए थे तभी बोला था अरे थोड़ा सा ले थोड़ा सा ले थोड़ा सा ले यू अंडरस्टैंड हिंदी एंड द पर्सन हैज ऑलरेडी टेकन थोड़ा सा थोड़ा सा मींस वन होल ग्लास एंड यू इज एक्टेड इनर्बेटेड है ना लाइक दैट सो यू हैव नेवर ड्रंक द सेम थिंग इज अबाउट ह्यूमन बींग्स वेन वेन यू आज देम and a straight forward question if you ask the question person the question did you have sex and the answer is never never thoda sa never the truth is always and yet the answer is never breaking down the truth like this is not a correct way of truthfulness if you have not done say if you have done if you have drunk why are you denying it 
ट्रूथफुलनेस मीन्स टू स्पीक द ट्रूथ इन अ प्लीजिंग वे यू डो यू नो इन हिंदी वी से चकली मत डालना चकली यू अंडरस्टैंड चकली मीन्स गोइंग राउंड एंड राउंड एंड राउंड द सेम थिंग ओवर एंड ओवर एंड ओवर एंड ओवर अगेन मतलब गोल गोल घुमा के बोलने का बात द स्ट्रेट फॉरवर्ड जॉब यू नो ठक स्ट्रेट येस नो बट पीपल डोंट हैव द गट्स और पीपल डोंट हैव द ब्रेन्स और पीपल थिंक दैट दे कैन डिसीव अदर्स एंड दैट इज द ओनली रीजन वाई दे बिहेव दिस वे There is no need to behave this way, and especially those who come to me, they have this great attitude in their life. They will keep on giving me stories after stories after stories after stories after stories, and not coming to the point, and that is called falsehood. If I ask you a question, have you done this? The answer is yes, Guruji. That ends the conversation. But giving me chuckles, you know, no, in the you know, keep on doing that is not the truth at all. So Krishna says over here, truthfulness means to speak the truth in a pleasing manner, not that aggressive, irritable manner. You know how aggressive and irritable manner is? I told you, I was telling you the truth. You have heard people say this? I was always telling you the truth, but you never heard me. That is called aggression. It is not called telling the truth in a pleasing way. Pleasing way. Pleasing way means talking nicely. All right. These things are declared by the sages. This truth has been declared by the sages. Then, what is cleanliness? cleanliness is detachment in fruitive activity i mean we have never thought this is the answer which krishna is going to give all these answers which are there have never ever occurred to us okay so what is cleanliness it is not important to focus on results you know when a person goes for gmat and all their gre and all those examinations person is focused on the results what are the results oh i have to get this many marks i have to do this cet mein mera number ya aana mangta hai what is it cleanliness is detachment from fruitive activities to be clean a person need not focus on end results if you are focused on end result you are always going to be bothered in your life you know how upset you become when you don't achieve what you have thought of okay simple examples i'll give you suppose you have thought of staying in a very fancy location where you say you know, oh i have this i have that i have that but you know when you have to start compromising in the world what is a compromise nahi mere ko 3 bhk lene ka tha lekin 1 bhk hi mila you know 1 bhk means hmm? bedroom kitchen and all that okay ha bedroom hall and kitchen b h k in india we say 1 bhk means one bedroom hall and kitchen 
टू बी एच के मीन्स टू बेडरूम हॉल एंड किचन नाउ द मनी दैट यू हैव यू आर गोइंग टू गेट वन बी एच के यू नो यू आर गोइंग टू बी डिसटिस्फाइड विद इट एंड दैट डिसटिस्फैक्शन विल लीड यू टू क्लटर द होल प्लेस ऑफ इज इंट इट यू नो क्लटरिंग मीन्स वॉट फर्स्ट हॉल में टीवी भी है बड़ा फोर सीटर सोफा सेट भी है उसके बाद दो चार पंखे भी है एयर कंडीशनर है फिर अरे बाबा कितना सारा चीज वहां पे घुसा के रखा है इफ यू गो टू समबडीज हाउस वेयर इट इज देर इज अल यू विल फाइंड वन वन थर्ड ऑफ द हॉल इज कवर्ड बाय डेकोरेशन पीसेस यू नो वॉट डेकोरेशन पीसेस आर डेकोरेशन पीसेस आर अरे दिस इज माई कैबिनेट यू नो आई हैव टू शो द वर्ल्ड वेयर ऑल आई वेंट आई वेंट टू लंडन आई वेंट टू न्यूयॉर्क आई वेंट टू दिस आई वेंट टू दैट जुबरी तलैया एंड आई हैव पुट ऑल दिस स्टफ इन माई डेकोरेशन पीस यू नो और यू नीड दैट इन द हॉल हॉल में चाहिए उसके बाद क्या चाहिए बोला बड़ा सोफा सेट चाहिए सोफा सेट भी चाहिए उसके बाद टीवी भी चाहिए बोला टीवी कौन सा बोला 56 इंच का टीवी चलेगा अरे लेकिन तुम्हारा हॉल है 15 150 स्क्वायर फीट का उसमें इतना सब आइटम किधर आएगा देन यू गेट डिसटिस्फाइड एंड देन यू से ना आई वॉट ओनली वन बेडरूम हॉल किचन द हॉल इज वेरी स्मॉल सो देन यू वॉन्ट टू बी एच के और थ्री बी एच के डिड यू अंडरस्टैंड वॉट आई एम टॉकिंग दिस इज वॉट ह्यूमन बींग्स आर so what do they do they make the place very dirty now let us take another example in another example let us say for example the person has not got good marks in getting into say medical you know how much of upset that person has become so this person will take up a course which they don't like at all the same thing we can say about a human being who is getting married a person has already thought about various things this is what i want 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 but it never happens and then you become very sloppy the word is sloppy so you need to have that cleanliness and stay focused in your life then what is renunciation or sanyasa whether whereas renunciation is sanyasa order of life renunciation means giving up the fruitive activities running after money running after things in life is called running after the material worldly things i want this clothes i want that clothes i want this i want that this car that car ye wo all these kind of things we have giving up these kind of fruitive activities is renunciation don't run after things if anyway you have to understand one thing what god wants to give you will anyway come to you isn't it isn't it a very simple answer that whatever god wants to give you will anyway come to you even if it is a 10000 rupees sari it will come to you automatically you don't have to ask for it If you want to buy the fanciest of the car, and you say, "Oh, I want to buy a Jaguar," 
But if God wants to give you a Maruti, what is your problem in life? Running after fruitive activities, thinking about end results is not called austerity. It is not something which we have to do. So renounce all these things. Renunciation of any kind of fruitive activity is called sannyasa. The true desirable wealth for human beings is religiousness. What is the wealth that a person needs to have? To be extremely religious. You know what religion actually means? Religion means to be nice to every human being. If you look at all the sages in the world, are we not calling them religious? Religion is nothing what they preach you in life. Do this, do that. They are not, that is not called religion. Religion is being nice to every human being. Kind, compassionate, loving, caring for human beings is called religion. And what is the religion that we can see outside today? Kill the infidels. This is called religion today. Somebody who is following some other religion has to be killed, has to be thrown out, has to be converted. This is what is called religion today. Religion doesn't mean that. Religion means being good. And I have to tell you something very important. The only religion in the world, only religion in the world which practices that is called Sanatan Dharma. What is it called? Sanatan Dharma. Please Google Sanatan Dharma in this world. Hinduism is not a religion. Hinduism is a word coined by people who came to India. There is a range of mountain called Hindu Kush in north of old India. You know, when India was Pakistan and Afghanistan and all that, there is a range of mountains called Hindu Kush. Any person who is staying beyond the Hindu Kush range was called a Hindu. And people from abroad came and called this religion as Hinduism. Please note this. There is no religion called Hinduism. People in India, those whom you term as Hindu, are actually following a path, P-A-T-H, in life. And this path in life is called Sanatan Dharma. Sanatan Dharma. It means, simply English translation is Brotherhood of Mankind. Do you understand what Brotherhood of Mankind means? Every person is your brother or every person is your sister. You have to treat them nicely. This is our religion. We don't have 33 crore gods, all nonsense which people talk about. What is 33 crore gods? Hinduism has got so many gods. No, this is a wrong way of looking at it. Hinduism doesn't have gods. It's idiots from abroad who came and said Hinduism has 33 crore gods. No. Gods are functionalities or tendencies or things that we do or believe in. Okay? And they are within you. The ability to come to the right decision is a godly attitude. 
the knowledge base is a godly attitude knowledge equal to saraswati don't you think saraswati is involved in giving you the right kind of a knowledge and making you understand this is right knowledge and this is wrong knowledge so there is no religion called hinduism please don't even call hinduism as a religion we all follow if you ask me what is it that i follow i follow something which is called sanatan dharma and sanatan dharma is nothing but brotherhood or sisterhood of mankind be nice to all be good to all we follow this religion and people think oh everybody has come and conquered indians hindus no we have welcomed the guest atithi devo bhava means welcome the guests any person who comes to our house we have welcomed them if they want to stay we have welcomed them if they have to do something in our world people have come from abroad the muslims came from north they occupied india we welcome them are they not the largest number of muslims in the world are they not in india they are in india the sanatan dharma allows everybody to have whatever they want to we have never stopped any muslims from doing whatever they wanted they came they took up the land they stayed over here sanatan dharma doesn't do anything we we are very tolerant people then came the british the spaniards the french every other person came into india did we say get lost no we welcomed everybody there was no such religion as christianity in india we welcomed the christians who came from abroad and have christians not one of the biggest communities in india too biggest doesn't mean in a number of people biggest means they have so many churches across india hinduism is not a religion please understand this again and again we are followers of sanatan dharma which means brotherhood of mankind we are kind to every person so whether you come and set up a masjid whether you come and set up a church whether you come and set up a whichever other thing you know it is okay we love all these things if you look at a hindu child the hindu child will go to a church will go to a masjid will go to a gurudwara will go to any other place but you ask any other person would you come to my temple would you come to my church would you come to my no so this sanatan dharma we are not hindus we are called sanatan dharma we believe in brotherhood of mankind and always remember this we welcome everybody if the person wants to come and stay in our house also we welcome that person you know you have friends and the friends are welcomed by your parents also and if the friend says i want to stay here we welcome that as well the friend says i want to eat in your house we welcome that as well 
I want you to think, those who have gone to America or Europe or wherever, can you go to anybody's house and go and eat over there? First and foremost, you are never welcome. Even if you have to call them up, they will not answer the phone. They will send WhatsApp also, no. You send an SMS. After sending SMS, if you get a response, that means you can then say something. But it is never like that. Sanatan Dharma always preaches about brotherhood of mankind. We will go out of the way to help every person. So remember this. Desirable wealth is called religiousness. That which is desired by every human being. Be nice to every human being. And I am the sacrifice. Krishna is the sacrifice. What is sacrifice? You know, sacrifice very simply means, you know, giving something which you have to some other person. What is that Krishna Tattva in a human being? Krishna is always a benevolent God, a benevolent God who is full of love, isn't it? Give love to every human being. That is the sacrifice. Give love to every human being is called the sacrifice. You don't have to hate any person. Don't hate anybody. To do the sacrifice of Krishna is to love every human being. Understand this. See Krishna in everybody. Seeing Krishna in everybody means giving love to every human being. Religious remuneration is devotion to Acharya with the purpose of acquiring spiritual instructions. Hmm, this is a very dangerous line. What is religious remuneration? You know, Dakshana. Dakshana. You have heard this word Dakshana means? Dakshana means what you know? अरे वो गुरुजी है ना उसको एक कुछ थोड़ा पैसा डाल देना यार सामने। You think a guruji, a teacher, a spiritual master is to be treated like that pandit ji in a temple or the church? उसका सामने वो कुत्ते का जैसा पैसा डाल देना? No, religious remuneration is devotion to your teacher. You have to be extremely devoted to the teacher who gives you the purpose of spiritual instruction. A person who is giving you spiritual knowledge. In your case it is, I am the one who is sitting in front of you. Because you sit and take spiritual knowledge from me. So I am called an Acharya or a teacher or a spiritual instructor or a guru whatever you may call him, or preceptor. To be devoted to this spiritual master is an extremely important thing. And how does this devotion start? You know, I have always said four words. The first word is called faith. Second one is called surrender. Third word is called devotion. And fourth word is called love. Faith. Faith in your spiritual master has to be 100%. Think about it. 
what is the faith even if the master is going to a grog shop you know where you sell liquor and if you see your acharya going to a liquor shop and having liquor don't lose faith in him this is written in the gospel of sri ramakrishna i am also telling you today just because your master is going to a grog shop doesn't mean that you lose faith in him your devotion has to be intact over there as well or if you see him going to a kotewali you know kotewali you understand a dancing girl or a prostitute no you cannot make judgments on your master you are not allowed to not allowed to why because you lose devotion you need to have 100% faith i have given you this example of my guruji so many times datatre was walking out of the water with two beautiful naked women and a bottle of liquor in his hand he stood he came on to the banks of the river drank the liquor ate the meat and made love to the women and all the gods were standing around him they did not budge an inch after that they requested datatre you know what they said can you please remove this illusion in front of our eyes you are creating an illusion you know telling us to get lost that is what datatre was doing you can taint your mind by seeing somebody like that so don't lose your devotion don't lose your faith in your master so always have devotion to your spiritual master then it is called religious remuneration you are if you have faith in your master it is called the highest of this remuneration that you are given to your master dakshana if you have unswerving faith if you have surrendered at his feet if you have 100% devotion and unconditional love for the master acharya this is called giving dakshana to your master and the greatest of the strength is pranayam which is breath control pranayam is something which i have taught you earlier how to breathe not the ones which your office people colleagues teach you are no breathe <laughs> calm down calm down calm down nothing is going to go wrong no that is not called pranayam pranayam is a activity which is moderated it's a moderated activity it has to be under the control of a master doing pranayam so all these things that i have taught you today are the questions which uddhava had asked krishna and i have given you the answer from verse 36 to 39 of the shrimad bhagavatam and this is called perfection of spiritual knowledge so i'm going to end over here and thank you very much for joining i'll see you all tomorrow